Oi, oi, and welcome to yet another episode of the Independent Podcast. In this episode, I'll be chatting to Elizabeth Liddell ahead of her sold-out gig here at Independent. But first, we'll talk to her support act. It's Emma Robson. I'm Emma Robson. I'm from, like, the northeast of England. I can't ever really pinpoint whether I'm from Durham or Newcastle because I'm kind of, like, in between. I just kind of float around from music scene <laughs> scene um I've covered I don't I've done like cover gigs like most of the time since I was 17 and I've only recently started gigging my original music because I finally feel like I'm in a place to do that confidently and like I'm giving people something that they need to hear for example and a great laugh great laugh (laughs) (laughs) well we'll see how much it are really I want to know sort of if you can go back to the very start at what age did you think that you know music is going to be a part of your life and how did that sort of progress throughout your life I always say it's a joke that's not even a joke really I honestly (laughs) just wanted to be Gabriella from high school musical when I was little (laughs) all I wanted so I used to just learn all of the songs sing everything and then it just kind of stuck I think I don't know it's just it's the most ridiculous like origin story ever (laughs) I really wanted to be Gabriella (laughs) I mean didn't we all I wanted to be um Sharpay Sharpay was my one ah Gabriella Sharpay I always wanted to be um actually who's the piano player as well Kelsey yeah yeah that's it (laughs) musical fans don't come for me (laughs) (laughs) whoops so when you decided right Gabriella is who I want to be how did you sort of progress that to getting more mature and getting writing and getting singing yourself and getting music out there I just kind of threw myself into it like in school I was I sang a lot I was always singing I wasn't very confident with it I didn't like only my friends kind of knew But then I went into music studies at New College Durham and I kind of just threw myself all in. I went to Busker's Nights, realised that I really liked entertaining people. I don't know, I just kind of stuck to it from there and songwriting just kind of started naturally, like around the age of 15. And then, yeah, I released music in 2019 and I took a long break from it because I wanted to make sure what came out next was perfect. So I feel like I've definitely matured into a place where I'm proud of what I'm going to be performing basically do you feel like you had to sort of overcome things I mean you said confidence was an issue for yourself how did you get over that oh I don't know like I remember my uni lectures I used to cry before going on stage at college for college shows <laughs> I just remember my uni lecturer telling me you have to fake it until you make it so I just kind of started pretending I was confident and then it just kind of stuck and now I'm in pubs all over doing gigs and talking away to people yeah I don't know it's silly advice but yeah just faking it and then you kind of start believing it a little (laughs) like oh maybe I can do this (laughs) was there sort of a a moment where you could like pinpoint and say you know this is what I want to do this is what I want to you know aim towards was it you know when you were singing Gabrielle or when you were on that stage or was there a moment where you thought right this is it I think it'll have been, I think I used, I did an original song, Busker's Night, just once and I never did it again because I was just bricking it basically. But I really liked the feeling of people listening to my music and kind of finding some something to relate to in that because people came over to me at the end and they were very lovely about it. But I completely pushed away from it. But I 
did work on it in the background until I was at a point where I could do it and be happy with what I was doing. I mean, talk to me about busker's nights. I am not a musician. I <laughs> couldn't stand in front of a pub, in front of a street, in front of anything and perform what I do. I mean, I can, I can, I love the radio and I can sit behind a microphone and talk to as many people that aren't physically there. But as soon as they're there, I'll be like, ah, I can't do this. How was that for you getting sort of your head around that? God, it was it's absolutely daunting, to be honest. And the first few times, I actually had a friend, Shannon, who used to go with me all the time. So we kind of like helped each other grow this confidence to get up and perform or perform with each other. I don't know, I just, the crowd, the crowd that I got into were very supportive. So it wasn't as daunting after a few times, but I remember the first time I absolutely wanted to cry and just leave. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I need to get out of here now. But my parents come with me to everything and they're very supportive and they wouldn't let me leave. <laughs> I had to get up. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> What's the difference from sort of, you know, performing a song that everyone knows, that everyone can tap their feet to, to then performing one of your originals? Surely that is just peak stress <laughs> yeah. I find I'm, I'm just up there singing I'm like do you guys like this is this is this good for you <laughs> this okay? it's relating. but I don't know it's just it's more um rewarding at the end getting a round of applause for something you've written than getting a round of applause for singing I want to dance with somebody by Whitney Houston for a drunk crowd I guess but yeah, I'm really enjoying doing the original music because I've spent three years just covering other people's music and it's, I love it, but it can be kind of draining, not getting like that satisfaction that I find doing original stuff. So why is it taking you so long to, to get from being a covers artist to getting your own stuff out now? I'm a very, a very underconfident person. So I'll be, I'm a very honest person as well. So I'll be completely <laughs> honest. Um, <laughs> I was very insecure when I was younger and I didn't like the thought of people looking at me and I, I wanted them to listen to us, but I did not want them to look at me and like judge me for that kind of thing. Cause I think the music industry is very looks oriented as much as it is music oriented. And I don't like that. As I've grown up and kind of gotten more confident, I kind of want to be a force to like kind of diminish that side of the music industry and kind of show like it can't, it's just music. Like you don't need to sell your soul. Cause I think when I was young, I didn't really have anyone to look up to that was kind of fighting that kind of thing, but I would like to be that for someone else. Absolutely amazing. I mean, I could go on for ages about, you know, women in the music industry. And I think yeah. it's a lot different from going as a woman in the in the music industry to a woman in the local music scene. How did you find your sort of way into the local music scene? Was it daunting? Was it scary? Or did you just think, you know, this is something you've got to do to get anywhere else? I wasn't really that aware of it when I first started of like this kind of... Um, fit stigma around being a female musician and stuff I wasn't that aware of it because I'd been brought up in a very supportive environment with very progressive family members who didn't care about that kind of stuff at all I was brought up to just that people are people that can do what they want <laughs> like do you know what I mean but so I wasn't that daunted but as I got into it and like read into stuff like that I did notice certain things that I had experienced that I wouldn't have thought were um like 
like feminist issues but um yeah it 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 was daunting but I was very lucky to have a great support group around me the people that in the music industry that I have associated myself with aren't aren't um bad people at all they're just they're very supportive and they the thing a singer is a singer it doesn't matter what gender you are <laughs> Absolutely. I think the local music scene, especially in the Northeast, it's so supportive. Like yeah. we're sort of working together to be heard as a local music scene in, in the North rather than competing with each other anyway. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. I, I've never liked the competition in the music industry. I think you should just do what you love to do and stop worrying about everyone else. Absolutely. And I mean, you started to do what you want to do you're going away from the covers bringing some more originals out you've got some new music coming up as well can you talk to me about that one i've got fair weather friends coming out it's on the day of the um independent gig actually that it comes out the 29th of october um i'm really really excited to release this song like i said i took a massive break from original music to kind of perfect everything and make sure what came out was what i wanted to come out um it's just a very important song to us. It's about um, a lot of, I don't know, a lot of coming of age kind of things, I would say. Um, yeah. <laughs> is there a sort of, I mean, is there a sort of a favourite lyric or a favourite moment in the song where you just, you can't wait to scream that to the crowd on Friday? <laughs> no, I'm terrible at remembering my own lyrics on the spot, you know. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. There is one lyric that I really love. So the song's called Fairweather Friends. It's about friends who aren't really there. They're there for the good times, which is completely fine. Friendships have expiration dates sometimes, I would like to say. Um, but there's one of the lyrics. Um, what was it? She kind of rolled her eyes through fumes or something. It's about one of my friends. She's smoking a cigarette. Um, and... It's me saying I see I roll her eyes through fumes or something like that. I don't know. I just like it. It's not that great. <laughs> but I really love it. <laughs> so is it, you know, when you you write in original stuff, I mean, I you know, people are poets, people are music writers. You're really putting your heart on your sleeve and then delivering it to a crowd. How was that for you? Like obviously you said it's like you can it's your friend that that rolled their eyes. So obviously you're you're talking about yourself here. Yeah. <laughs> it's um it is scary because it's like giving a piece of you to the world and you're like, are you gonna judge me for this? Um <laughs> but I don't know, I just I like to be honest. Um I'm very honest in my lyrics and they're not always necessarily about a situation in my life a lot of what I write I tend to write around themes and around sorry there's a nice cream machine machine an ice cream man going by I was like oh Quick, that's nice let's go <laughs> <laughs> quickly um, no um what was I saying so a lot of my songs are like centered around themes and um I kind of pull on my life experience to evolve them into stories. I like to write little stories out for myself to kind of follow a structure. Sounds a bit daft, but um, Fairweather Friends is like a sister track to Bad Tattoos, which is my last release and kind of follows this idea of, um, of uh, how a relationship can crumble and then friendships can follow after that. Because when one thing changes in your life, a lot of other things kind of like, going a bit of turmoil around you so I would say um 
yeah, it is daunting, but I do it in a way that I'm not giving too much of myself away because I'm quite a private person as well. It must be hard to sort of find that balance, really. <laughs> I find it hard on social media as well because I'm not one to live my life on social media, but you've also got to give some... You've got to give some of your personality away. So it is a hard, it's a hard mixture. We can all relate. We can all relate. Well, you will be um, supporting Elizabeth Little, sold out show. How no. does that feel? Incredible. And it's like, like she deserves it so much as well. Elizabeth's such a good friend of mine. And I'm so honoured that she chose me to um, support her in that. And it's going to be a great experience for the two of us. I'm buzzing that it's sold out. It's like, fun. <laughs> People listen to my sad songs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a great night at Independent. Um, what can we expect? What is to come in the future? What's going to be happening on the night? What can we expect? I'm going to be playing songs from my upcoming EP, Minor Issues. I'll be playing the new release, obviously. It'd be a bit daft if I didn't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> probably, I'm probably going to like pepper in some new songs that I annoyingly finished writing like a week after finishing the EP. And I was like, oh, these would have been so good. <laughs> but, uh, I pepper some of them in as well. So I'm not really looking forward to that. Emma Robson there, who will be supporting Elizabeth Liddell at her independent gig on the 29th of October. She'll also have her music out, Fair With Her Friends, on that same day. It's a big day for her. It's going to be class. Right, let's hear from the headliner herself. It's Elizabeth Liddell. I would just say my songwriting is, it, that's that's what I love. And yeah, I guess my music, I would say, is kind of like that singer-songwriter pop kind of genre, but I wouldn't really classic maybe is maybe full-on pop um I'm really inspired by you know like 70s classic like female songwriters that's that's yeah that's what I'd say my music that's where I'd want it to be absolutely amazing so before we get into like the nitty-gritty I want to know sort of your music story so where did it sort of start out when did you think like you know I want to be a musician and I'm going to do that well I remember when I was younger I was probably about 12 and I, I started to learn the guitar because my mum's really like heavily like she loves all kinds of music and so obviously like you know when I was younger I listened to every kind of music possible so I've always like loved music um I don't know why I, I wanted to play guitar but I, I just did but I, I never liked it I just didn't like the guitar I couldn't pick it up and and then I remember one day um my mum's friend um got us a piano um like an, their old piano and said oh we're chucking out if you'd want it um, and so I kind of just started teaching myself how to play um, from a Taylor Swift book, <laughs> actually. So, yeah, so I taught myself from a Taylor Swift book. And um, and I think, yeah, I think I just love music and I started writing then. Like, full, I'd always uh, wrote songs from when I was little, but obviously properly writing then. And yeah, I'd probably say maybe I think about 16, um, I went to see Carole King. And I think that's when I realised I really wanted to like be a musician and, and do the songwriting thing like that's what I wanted to do and that's where I wanted to go so yeah so going from this young lass that was sort of sat there teaching themselves how to do piano to now like you know gigging releasing your own music what's that transition like how was it like finding your feet it's it's really weird because obviously as well for a while it's just been me and the piano and and that's kind of what the songs have been and 
Um, obviously, more recently, I've worked in the studio with um, Dee Dowling on like producing my songs and kind of like bringing like my 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 vision to like a reality kind of with like a full band and stuff. So it's it's a massive like change, but a good change I think for me because um, it's strange now when I've kind of just performed just me. Um, because I, I'm like hearing the songs with the band now, but um, yeah, it was, it's 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 strange, yeah. <laughs> what do you think you've had to sort of overcome? Like, obviously, I would I could never, you know, I'm not a singer. I couldn't get in front of a stage and put my heart into a song and then perform it. What do you think has been a real challenge? You know, if you could talk to yourself a couple of years ago. Yeah, I think it's like definitely for me, it's always been the speaking um on stage because I feel like I'm such a it's strange I'm like a confident but not confident kind of person because I think with my music I'm just I, I love it so much so I'm kind of like when I'm playing them I'm yes it's like a nervous kind of thing but it's a good nervous um but I think this speaking I think if I was to tell myself like a couple of years ago when I was just starting out I think it would be not to worry as much about what I was kind of saying and just just be yourself and just sing the songs because that's what people are here to listen to, I suppose, yeah. So you <laughs> talked about, um, you know, having the band behind you. What's that transition like from being, you know, solo to then having all these other instruments being added? Yeah, it's it's different. It's strange because I, I've never, like, I always feel like that I start out with a song and I write it, just me, the piano, and and that that's the song for me. That's because... It, I guess I would I would always say you know I'm a songwriter and that's that's the song it's the finished thing but then kind of I hear different things and then I kind of obviously speaking to D and then we kind of like develop the songs um with the band um and it's just I don't know it's really exciting for me and I, I really love it and um I'm so excited to be able to play with the band I think because I've I have played just myself for so long and, and it, I still enjoy just playing my songs um just me but I just think that it brings a bit of a different dynamic and stuff to to my music. I think it makes it sound more, um, maybe more full, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got new music out and um, I want to talk about it, really. I want to know what it takes to make a song. So I have no idea. I am clueless in songwriting, how songs work, what you've got to do. What is it for you? How does a song start for you? <laughs> um, a lot of the time, it's kind of different every time, but my most common like way of writing a song is, is probably quite bizarre, but it just kind of like, it kind of could just comes. The whole song kind of, you know, it, it's it's finished in an hour or something. And, you know, I might have a couple of lines left where I'm like, oh, that's not that's not good when I listen back to it. But it's, I don't know, it's like a strange thing, but it's kind of like an emotion. And then, and then it just kind of comes, like I may be inspired by something and um, and then the song's just finished. And then I kind of maybe listen to it back and I'm like, oh God, what, what was that line that I wrote? And then maybe <laughs> replaced it. And, um, but yeah, it's, it's a different process every time. I, I think sometimes when I'm like lying in bed on a night, I get weird, strange lyrics or a melody and and I'm sat trying to like hum them into my phone, um, you know, like at 2 a.m. in the morning. Or, <laughs> you know, like on a morning, I like wake up with something. I'm like, oh my God, I've got to write this down. I've got to run downstairs and write it down. But yes, yeah, so it's just different every time, I think. Yeah. Is it like sort of... Do you get a melody? Do you get the lyrics and then decide the melody? Or do you have, do you know when you're writing the lyrics, what sort of melody you want to go with? Like, I have no idea. 
It's like, I think the majority of the time for me, it's kind of like I get a melody and a lyric at once. Like, it's just kind of comes to me both those things at once. And then I kind of find the music from what I'm singing. Um, but I have wrote songs where I've wrote the whole lyrics, like before I've went to bed, lying in bed. Um, and I've wrote this whole song and it's like, you know, half three in the morning, I'm sat there like whatever. And then obviously the next day I, I sit at the piano and, and it comes and then sometimes it doesn't. Um, but yeah, so it's, yeah, it's different every time, I suppose. Yeah. So your latest release, Lonely, that one has taken some time to actually get out in the ears. Tell me that story. Yeah, so Lonely is a song that I wrote, um, God, I must have been 16 or 17. Um, it's not, it's not about me. It's um, about like a friend's <laughs> experience um as a lot of my songs are kind of about different people and just it kind of like storytelling I suppose but um uh yeah so that song I wrote a while while back and then I feel like I I was just kind of getting the confidence to kind of go in the studio recording it and we were demoing it for quite a while and to get it the way I kind of wanted it and working with uh people and uh, a band and things um and then obviously COVID and lockdown happened and everything and it was nearly there the song it was it was almost there like and yeah I'd kind of built up that confidence to be like right I think I might be ready to release music now and um I, I took part in the stage summer studios in 2019 I think that was like a massive push from for me personally to be like I'm ready to release music I think now but yeah obviously lockdown happened and I kind of just took that time to write um more songs and everything I think to be honest I think I'm in a way it's kind of worked out better for me because I feel like maybe I wasn't as ready as I, I was, that, that I thought I was. Um, and I kind of wrote different kind of songs and, and songs that I feel like I really love now um, that I'm working on as well. And yeah, so obviously when obviously everything opened up, um, got back in the studio and uh, we got a band in and they were amazing. and. Yeah, it just brought it to life, I think. I think it's just, yeah, worked really well. So it's worked out for the best, I suppose. <laughs> and what's the response been like? I mean, you've getting radio plays, it's getting a bit of um, hype, as well as that, the music video too. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's going really well. I'm, I'm really overwhelmed and like just so grateful like for all the support and like everyone, just all the nice like feedback and everything. And just, it's just been so lovely and um yeah, I'm, I'm really happy that it's kind of gone this way because I think maybe if I'd released it back then, I maybe myself wouldn't have been as confident with it as I am now. Um, but yeah, it's been great. It's been played on, um, you know, BBC introduced in Newcastle and things like that and Tease and uh, Spark. Uh, so that's great. And um, yeah, so I'm just, it's just that exciting. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, obviously congratulations, the yeah. You. Um, thanks so much and um, yeah I think the music video came out uh, yesterday so yeah so it's just it's exciting <laughs> it really is thinking about a bigger picture how have you found sort of getting in the local music scene do you feel like I mean you've almost sold out your show at Independent I don't know if you know you've yeah. sort of been just like it's been a wave of sort of this is Elizabeth Little like and you're here now how did you sort of found that transition from you know like writing in your bedroom to then releasing music and being a part of this scene yeah um well I love being a part of the scene I love the I love performing it it, it is what I love to do as well um as much as I love the songwriting is my passion but I do love the performing side of it as well and um yeah it's really exciting I think it's it's 
um it's different going out and kind of putting yourself out there and putting your music out there but I really you know I'm really passionate about and I think as well there's 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 a lot of you know young female artists doing that kind of thing but I think it's finding that platform that's really important for you know young female artists my personal opinion but um yeah it's just it's just making your way and getting there but yeah do you feel like you had to push your way in or do you feel like you've just been you know you've you've found a route and you're going to follow that I think I've been given a lot of amazing opportunities and stuff I think definitely I'm very grateful for every all the opportunities and um, the contacts that I've made and everything um I think maybe because of the genre music that I do it might it, I sometimes feel it might be a little bit harder um to find those avenues to perform uh to get support and those kinds of things I, I think that's the struggle I think it's the genre of music um that I'm kind of playing but I, I feel like as a start um where I where I'm at I feel like I've been given a lot of lovely opportunities I'm very grateful for so yeah absolutely amazing if there was sort of somebody like you that is teaching themselves piano um at the age of whatever and wanting to be in the music industry but they just don't know how what advice would you maybe you give your younger self or someone that's listening now I think it's all about kind of it's it's putting yourself out there I think I think that's the thing it's kind of putting yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit and because I think I probably wasn't when I first started performing. I I really don't think I was very confident in even my songs at that point. Um, and I think it is just putting yourself out there and and practicing and and just yeah, getting getting used to performing and making those like contacts and making lovely contacts that people who are gonna kind of support you and be there for you and yeah. <laughs> Do you think confidence was something you had to work with when you were sort of producer music and create music did you think you know it is so personal that's what I think like so personal and how you put yourself out there it must be nerve-wracking so was confidence an issue it's it's a weird thing I think with songwriting because you you kind of like putting your heart on your sleeve a bit you kind of just like it's like you're telling a story and even if it's not about you but obviously I have wrote songs as well about myself and I think they're the ones where you feel a bit like oh god like you feel a bit exposed because you kind of just putting your all out I suppose like just showing sorry I don't know what that was um <laughs> but kind of yeah you you're putting your heart on your sleeve at the end like at the end of the day and it's it's it is quite exposing and it's strange and um I think probably when I was first starting out like performing and things I think the confidence thing built a lot and I still you know I think all artists struggle with that thing where you have some days where you feel like okay yes I can, you know I can perform this is fine I'm fine and then you have other days where you're like oh no <laughs> oh no no today's not the day but um but yeah definitely yeah <laughs> So you are coming at Independent on the 29th of October. T- tickets are out, um, but you might not get any. Um, <laughs> what can we expect from the show? Obviously, you say you love gigging. What are we going to expect? Yeah, well, for me, this show is so exciting for us. I feel like, I, I feel so excited about it because it's kind of the first time for me that I'm like performing with like a band and the, the band are just so incredibly talent, talented, they're, they're great, they're such lovely people and um, I'm just dead excited to be able to kind of show people kind of what I've been working on because I feel like I've performed for quite a while just myself um, doing support slots and different uh, shows and different things and 
although obviously the essence of my music it's the same but it's it's obviously it is different because it's with a band and yeah I'm dead excited about it I just think it's going to be great I think it's going to be a really good show <laughs> um uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I hope so too I think it will be um what is it like playing at independent playing in Sunderland is it a bit different or are you like are you just excited to be out there I feel like in a way it's kind of like a, a bit like homely like I feel really comfortable in independent obviously from being young like I did um some supports and different shows and stuff there and I feel like it's really lovely that it's kind of worked out this way that I'm doing my first headline there because ultimately like when I was younger that kind of gave me the confidence like performing there and doing different things to kind of get at this point where I'm at now and um yeah I think the show is going to be great and um Emma Robson's going to be supporting me and she's amazing too and yeah I just I just think it's going to be a really good night and it's really nice that it's kind of worked out that I'm doing my first headline there <laughs> absolutely amazing lasses thank you so much to emma and elizabeth for being a part of this podcast episode next week we'll be kicking off the chat all about waves festival that's going to be happening on the 6th of november i cannot wait for that we'll be listening and hearing from all the bands and artists that are going to be a part of it so until then i've been emma millen and this is the independent podcast <laughs>